0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi,
1: this is Jim Peck, and you're listening to TV Confidential.
0: Ed Robertson along with our guest, Randy West. Randy West, longtime voice artist, television announcer, and author of such books as Johnny Olson A Voice in Time. Randy's latest book, TV Inside Out, available on hardcover and paperback through Bear manor media as well as amazon.com where the books are sold online to learn more about randy west tv randywest.com before we went to break we were talking about the three ingredients to being a good game show host including managing the play of the game itself for the good of the game for the good of the show and remembering that the real stars are the contestants themselves and the ones who are able to sublimate themselves in the moment for the good of the show and who understand it's about the game uh that also underscores the points you make not only about people who work in tv game shows but television performers in all forms of television this is one of the key points of tv insight out is that a truly successful person no matter what they do for a living is comfortable enough in his or her own skin that they're able to, they they recognize what the moment is and they, they do their job for the good of the show and not to forward themselves
1: exactly, you know, and if you need to have a, I don't know, a platform you need to have the spotlight on you and make it all about you, go work a, a comedy club or, or you know, start a fan club or whatever but the television has not got a, a lot of time in some formats, I mean obviously if you're the star of a comedy show, that's one thing, if you're Flip Wilson or Carol Burnett or you know uh, there are no variety shows anymore that's why those references are dated. <laughs> but if, it, if it's then uh, be you, you know, and, and, and be center stage, and all of that. But those shows don't exist for the most part. Well, they
0: don't exist in real time. They exist on DVD and streaming platforms such, such as pack Thank on God for them.
1: Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of great television that's gone by the wayside. But, yeah, it's being satisfied to be a second banana. Now, people ask me, and this interview is not about me necessarily.
0: No, yes, it is. This is <laughs> about... This, I this.
1: wrote about, but I will insert a little bit here. People always say to me, don't you want to host a game show? Don't you want to host... I mean, I've announced... I don't know, dozens and dozens of shows. I've been the second banana and the sidekick on dozens of shows to dozens of hosts. And the answer is no, I don't. I'm thrilled in my little, comfortable little world here. You know, the whole show doesn't sink or swim based on my performance. The show fails, I go to work on the next show the next day. It's all good. It's all fine. I'm not under that stress. And if I have three failures in a row, I'll never work again, which has happened to some hosts not necessarily their own fault the shows just didn't work uh and i love making someone else look good or sound good pointing my finger and 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 and, uh, exhibiting look folks here's the funny man and i get a thrill out of doing that and watching somebody carry the heavy load i have no heavy lifting and uh, I know I don't want to host. So, you know, this sort of relates to what you're saying is, are you comfortable in your own skin? Are you happy with the situation you have? And some people, yes. And those who have gone off the rails because they've got what they thought they wanted and aren't happy with it and don't feel successful and want more, 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 more. more that's what throws some people that we know well from the television tube, throws them into a tailspin and their careers go down the toilet.
0: Randy's being very modest when he says this interview was not about him. I would counter that by saying it's about him because he wrote this great new book that gives you a lot of insight into the personalities of your favorite game shows, of your favorite talk shows, of your favorite hour-long dramas and sitcoms, TV inside out, available hardcover and paperback through Bear Manor Media. One more question, if I can. We've been talking a lot about... Game shows only because I love game shows and I love the old game shows because that was part. I was not one of those kids who grew up watching soap operas or whose mom watched soap operas. If we did watch TV in the the morning, in the afternoon, it was usually the great game shows like Hollywood Squares and Password and so forth. And so that's one of the reasons why I love TV Inside Out. Randy, there's one game show host you do not profile In TV Inside Out, but I want to bring him up because the story I'm going to share with you illustrates one of the key points of your book. That would be Jim Peck, who I talked to many years ago, and who I understand you got to know one way or another through your travels in the game show world. Now, he hosted a show in the '70s called Big Showdown, which was a great show. Uh, It was it was it, it it had all the elements of a great game show. Uh, it was fast-paced. It was pretty easy, and there was an element of excitement every week. Um, but for one reason or another, probably the time slot. It was I, I forget. It, it ran against one of the, it either ran against one of the soaps on CBS or it ran against Hollywood Squares, um, in on the East Coast, and it was it was gone within six months. And because it was network practice back then to recycle videotapes, if you taped five. Uh, weeks worth of shows in January, you would use those tapes to tape the shows in February. So as a result, there aren't too many episodes of the Big Showdown around. The only clip that exists is the one where, in in the annals of game show history, it's called the Big Fall Down because. Uh, uh, if you don't if if you're not familiar with the big showdown, there was an elaborate set and at the at the beginning of every episode, Jim Peck would descend the staircase as the theme music was playing, and the audience is getting excited and all that stuff, and then he would get to his uh, podium and he'd start the game. Well, in this one particular occasion, Jim lost his footing. And he took a tumble down the staircase before he landed at the bottom of the set. And so, in, in, and unfortunately, that's the only episode of the show that exists on YouTube. And in the annals of TV history, it's called The Big Fall Down. Now, a few weeks ago, and I, w- I came across that clip. And a YouTube poster wrote down, it's pretty amazing that Peck did not insist on reshooting that entrance. He, he left it in. You know, because it was real, and um, he could have easily said, "Stop, let's take her from the top," and nobody would have, nope, nope, nobody would have blamed him for that. You it know? was
1: only thirty seconds into the show; there was certainly no reason not to. Yes,
0: but the fact that he left it in and was able to laugh at himself on camera, which he clearly does, that says a lot about who Jim Peck was, and that and, and that kind of underscores the point. That you talk about throughout the book, and that we've been talking about throughout our conversations, about being comfortable on, in your own skin, and how that's really one of the measures of real success.
1: Well, you said it so perfectly. Jim is a, you know, what can you say? He's a, he's a family man. He's a total person. These, you know, some of these people are having, uh, you know, serial marriages, and you know, they're unhappy folks. Uh, Jim is just a, you know, just a great guy, happy in his own skin. He, if he's on camera, great. He's teaching at a university in later years. He's great with that. He's doing a local, local, very local, small market or secondary market uh, talk show. You know, and he's happy with that. Whatever he's doing, he's doing, and he's uh, he's happy. So yeah, that's the antithesis of some of the people profiled in the book. Jim is just a, uh, just a sweetheart. Uh, we ran into each other. Uh, at a restaurant, uh, the Calabasas Inn, uh, many years ago, and he was with his kids. And uh, that's when uh, we turned from, you know, co-workers into uh, a friendship. Now, I've not spoken to him in a long time, but uh, uh, just a dear, sweet man. And, you know, an all-around performer in in that, you know, he didn't just uh, host game shows. Uh, He was an actor and and a dramatic actor. And uh, he had a great job for the longest time on Divorce Court. Uh, his job was to sit with a microphone with a camera to his side, mm-hmm. and when it was time for a commercial, the stage manager would cue the attorneys, and they would start to argue over nothing particularly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I object, Your Honor. In this previous line of questioning, the composing counsel here, and they would just start to talk, uh, and they would fade down the audio of the arguing uh, barristers, and they would put a camera on Jim, and he would say, while the attorneys find out this point of law, will return for this message, and that was his job to just take the cue and throw to commercial. So that was it. He used to sit in this mock courtroom and and narrate uh, the arguments between uh, actors uh, for portraying uh, attorneys. Uh, so you know, there was a wacky job, and he loved it. He loved whatever he did, just the sweetheart And to your story of the great fall down. Of course he's gotten a lot of ribbing for falling on a flight of stairs, but he you know, he he lifts himself halfway up and delivers a funny line. He can make a joke out of it that worked well, which means he could think on his feet or on his ass in this case. <laughs> and the, the great kicker to this story, and you'll be happy to know, is he's such you know, he's not at all embarrassed by it, to which he has said to me, quote, well, paraphrasing I can't get the quote exact, which is Thank God we left that in because I made more money off of that clip than any single thing I ever did in my career because they keep licensing it to play in, you know, great game show moments gone bananas or, you know, outtakes from the stars or all these clip shows where they show, you know, errors and flukes and flakes. He says I made more money off of those few seconds than any other particular individual job I ever did in my career.
0: You take chicken feathers and you make chicken salad out of (laughs) it.
1: Get the feathers get stuck in your teeth. There you
0: go. Uh, what are, What are you working on next, Randy? Uh,
1: I'm uh, packing up to go to uh, do a live game show for a bunch of folks in uh, Georgia, uh, uh, a corporate gig we call it. And uh, I'm working on the book, and maybe even thinking about a second volume. And there's a new show being pitched right now that I can't really talk about but if it comes to be it's a hard time for game shows but if this one comes to be uh, I will call you and, and share my excitement
0: well, we'll definitely circle back with you after the first of the year. In the meantime, TV Inside Out, Fluke's Flakes, Feuds, and Felonies by Randy West. Available hardcover and paperback, baremannermedia.com, amazon.com, where books are sold online. You can learn more about Randy West, TV, randywest.com. Randy, always a pleasure to chat with you. I look forward to our next conversation.
1: Same here, and always a pleasure. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back